So, Paula, it's the day after Labor Day. Oh, boy, am I tired from doing whatever it is people do on Labor Day. I know, I was going to. Laboring. Yes, so if, uh, happy belated Labor Day to all our American listeners, for our international listeners, happy belated Labor Day with a U. Oh! Because you spell it differently. Paula, I was actually about to ask you, um, what labors did you perform for the Olympian gods? It's more like which one didn't I perform at this mm-hmm. point? Um, mm-hmm. I performed all of the Olympian gods' favorite labors: um, sitting on couch, sure, looking out window, mm-hmm. um, talking to my cat. Mm-hmm. Are you impressed? I am impressed. I you got such good labors. Thank you. What you did know, you do? They asked me to clean the Aegean stables in a single day. <laughs> That sucks. There is so much Wait, horse poop. Wait, dude, they're not giving the rest of us those kind of labors. How are they giving them to you? I don't know. It's like a, they appear in front of me usually as like a woodland animal that's too shiny to be a real woodland animal. And then they speak to me and it's like, it's Apollo. Are and, they, and they're making you clean horse crap up? Yeah. In a single, it was a big stable. Josh, I something is up because like literally none of us have to do those. Yeah, I know. I don't think they like me. Our friend Kristen, I mean, all she had to do was go to the pool. Yeah. The rest of us are kind of getting treats. You're getting tricks. Yeah, I'm getting I'm yeah. I think I angered a god at some point. I think point. you must have angered a god. Oh yeah, no, I definitely angered a god. <laughs> What'd you do? Played a dumb prank on one of the gods. I put a kick me sticker on the back of Athena. Well, that was dumb as hell. It was dumb. It was worth it in the moment. Was it worth it in the moment? Not anymore. No. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we just did a whole bit where we weren't sincere. I would say that wasn't a bit. That was a sketch. Yeah. That was a sketch. A full skit. Lorne? Thoughts? Lorne Michaels? Lorne Michaels, it was improvised, but we can talk. Owner and host of SNL. For those of you who don't know SNL people as much as he is the owner of SNL. Owner of SNL. I went to an SNL taping last year and Lauren Michaels was there. Mm -hmm. I I went to the dress rehearsal and he kind of like prowls around in such a cool way. Mm. And he would like go into the little sets before they'd start filming and would just like move a tiny box that's not used at all half a centimeter to the right. Like it was, everything was so intentional. Wow. Never been that intentional in my life. (laughs) What's our topic this week, Paula? Oh, sorry. Yes. Josh, our topic this week is caffeine. Caffeine, that good, good chemical. Oh, everyone's favorite monolithiocide hipposaurus. What? (laughs) How impressed would you be if I got that right, though? Like I didn't. Yeah, because it sounded, at first, I really thought you knew the chemical compound, and then you turned it into a dinosaur. We're all just doing our best here. (laughs) We're recording this so early in the morning. so early in the morning. We don't usually record this early, but we needed to because Paula is going to be on planes and taking pictures of things for the next entire week. Not in a fun way. In a work way. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So, Paula, you're you're drinking that coffee. Thank you for right noticing. Yes. 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 You were adamant about, I came in, I came over to your apartment where our recording equipment is and I was like, Hey Paula, good morning. And you just, all you would say to me was 
don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. And I, I turned around a huge, comically large coffee mug that said that. Yeah, too. exactly. <laughs> I'm real big into like, no one talked to me until I've had my coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the evening, it turns out no one talked to me until I have my wine. I only, <laughs> I operate my day exclusively in like catchphrases of aunts. Mm. You know? I was going to say, it seems like a very beverage-based existence. <laughs> I'm all about the beverages. Mm-hmm. All about the beverages. All about the beverages, uh, baby. Um, I am a huge coffee person. Mm-hmm. How many cups of coffee are you having a day? And what's your regular schedule? Uh, morning only. Okay. Usually, probably two. Maybe okay. two and a half if it's crazy. Okay. Um, or sometimes if I'm very tired, I go and I get the uh, the biggest iced coffee I can get uh, at Starbucks or equivalent. Mm-hmm. And um, then I just drink that till I am shaking so hard I can't think straight. <laughs> and then I spend the rest of the day being like, why am I anxious? <laughs> sure. Totally. Yeah. Totally. But Josh, um, are you a coffee person? Because this is something I think that's up for debate. So, yeah, this is a complicated answer. So I like coffee. I really like the taste of coffee. And I definitely have been drinking more coffee recently. Because I I make you. Yes, because because I feel bad saying no to you since you host us every week. (laughs) But generally, I don't need coffee. Nor do I drink coffee every day. God, I'm so jealous. Do you drink a caffeine? Sorry. No, I don't. So you're popping up in the morning, fresh face, ready to go? Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, I've just got that joie de vivre. So, so Josh, let me ask you this. Then in the morning, um, what do you get pounding headaches from if you haven't had it? Just anxiety. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to check there was something. Or else yeah, exactly. Unhealthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I just, I don't, so here's my, th- my thought on all of this. I don't need coffee right now, so I don't want to need coffee until I need it. There's okay. a certain amount of, at a certain point, I will need caffeine. I know that. That's just kind of how the world works. But I don't really want to feel like I can't just go do something. Right. If I, without my, uh, need some other kind of outside stimulus. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's interesting, my dad doesn't even like coffee. And he doesn't, he drinks tea in the evenings, sometimes without caffeine. Okay. My dad just like doesn't really like caffeine and doesn't use caffeine. Huh. As far as I understand it. I'm jealous. It's much healthier for you. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. But it does make me, it does get me just the weirdest looks. Of not drinking coffee. Of not drinking coffee. So I'll, I sometimes, I really like coffee. Oh my God. I've been addicted to the La Cologne black and tans with Jesus oat milk. Christ. Oh, they're so good, Paula. And so I've been having them in the afternoons, which has been good. But if I have them after 3 p.m., then I don't sleep for the entire evening and I'm anxious and, and frustrated. Yeah, but uh, for one brief moment, you were infinite. Yeah, right. Exactly. It was like that uh, TV show and movie Limitless. Yes. That was you for a little it bit. It was me. That was me. Josh, you know my favorite? I don't know if it's a coffee accessory, but uh, coffee addition? Uh, coffee lifestyle choice. Coffee lifestyle <laughs> choice is the disgusting French, is it the French made? Minute Maid, the creamer. Minute Maid is like lemonade. What is? But the I know what you're talking creamer? about. Yeah, like the the like like the coffee. Coffee creamer. Mate. Coffee Mate. Yeah. yeah, that like horrible coffee mate, and it's I say horrible like meaning it's also delicious. Oh, are you talking about are you talking about the liquid version or the powder? The liquid. Oh, the liquid, and it it pours like it is straight up frosting, <laughs> and it tastes like, it's like it is straight up frosting. <laughs> 
And I heard a rumor somewhere that uh, it is actually made of the same thing candles are made out of. Or like there's an additive in it from candles. Which I don't know if that's true, but it would make sense. Yeah, right. That does make a lot of sense. Right? Holds up. Because it does light a fire in your belly. That's true. That's true. And it is so sugary sweet. And I mean, for years and years and years, I personally, if I had a coffee cup, one third of that coffee cup was filled with that coffee and creamer. One third was filled with six sweet and lows. Six? Yeah. You're not even having coffee. You're just. It's a milkshake. Yeah, it's a milkshake. It's, it's a, a frappuccino it's, is what it is. Yes, yes. But now I drink it black. Wow. Look how far she's we've grown. come. She's grown. Yeah. Look at that glow up. <laughs> I got into coffee from Frappuccinos. Uh, I mean, every high school does. Well, I would say probably. Were you I older mean, probably. Than that? But like, Frappuccinos also became a thing while we were in middle school. Yeah. I feel like middle school, high school. Yeah. It, that was the big Starbucks boom. The Starbucks bubble hadn't burst yet. Yeah. And uh, at least for me in suburban Massachusetts, when you were very on top of caffeine trends. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, but like it was the only thing to do. Yeah. In town was like, oh, we're old enough to go get frappuccinos, which is like, honey, that's that's just mocha ice cream. <laughs> well, and and again, like I, I did not grow up near a Starbucks, but um, <laughs> I grew up in the in the middle of um, uh, just like an alien hole. <laughs> That we're calling Alaska now? No. Uh, I did not grow up near a Starbucks, but um, Frappuccinos are also like a good price point where it's like 4 or $5 and you have like a little running around money at that age. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good, uh, it's a good little treat. It makes oh, you feel sure. adult. Yeah. For sure. When did you start drinking coffee? Out of the womb. Got Out it. Of the womb. They just, they cut the umbilical cord and you were like... Ugh, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. Um, you know that my parents uh, owned a coffee shop when I was growing up. I did not know this. Yes. Wow. My parents owned a coffee shop when I was growing up. Can I guess the name? Yes. Is it a pun? Can it be a pun? Um, it's not a pun, but you can guess it's a pun. Is it the jumping bean? No. Get out. You lost. Oh, well, okay, now I can well, find a new podcast host. Yeah. Uh, no, it was a drive-through coffee shop in Anchorage, Alaska. A drive? Oh, mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense if it's cold all the time. Yeah, drive-through coffee shops were like uh, the thing there, and it was painted bright pink, and it was called the Pink Place. Oh. Yeah, it was really cute, and I, I like, I like, think I remembered it as I worked there, but like I didn't. Like uh-huh. I like sat in there, uh, but I'd hand drinks out. Oh. Um, yes, and all the drinks were uh, Alaska themed. Okay. And uh, coincidentally, years later, a couple overlap with the Caribou Coffee people. Uh oh. So, group mind. Um, yeah, or they stole your parents' IP. <gasps> sue, sue, sue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Sue, my parents, like, I remember being a little kid and my, uh, like, having to stay at daycare longer because my parents were going to, like, espresso making classes at like the Kaladi brothers and stuff like like because it was before like coffee shops were as oh, prevalent as they are oh now. your parents were like on the cutting I, edge I mean, of coffee like, shop culture well and also you know it's Alaska so it's like a few years behind sure uh, and this would have been like probably 94 sure um so you just heard about David Bowie just was getting <laughs> into the bows um yeah so they they owned a coffee shop and I didn't drink coffee right away but I drank steamers all the time which is steamed, steamed milk, milk with uh, syrup in it. Oh, delicious! That's del- yeah. That's like delicious. that's a hot. That's a that's a hot milkshake. Hot milkshake. <laughs> and the other important thing is, very early on, being a five year old that worked there, four or five, uh, I quickly established how important tips were, and I uh, wrote on a paper cup tips 
I love them. <laughs> and uh, whenever I'd be at the window, I would have that there until. Can we do a quick role play? Yes. Real fast. Um, so this is what I would have done if I were living oh, in Alaska, ordering a coffee from you every okay. single time. So this is. Am me. I young or am I? You're whatever age you want to be. Vroom, 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 beep, beep. Okay, you don't have to honk your horn. <laughs> We're I'm, right here. This is literally a drive-thru. We can see you there. All right. Well, uh, I'd like one I'm coffee, please. Oh, sure. <laughs> and it's the middle of winter, by the way. It's the middle of winter. Okay, cool. Here's your coffee. I didn't order an iced coffee. Get out of here, Josh. <laughs> Paula, I'd like to make the case for a coffee chain that ends up getting the short end of the stick a lot of times. Okay, go on. My best friend in the entire world. Me. Duncan. No! Duncan. Get out of no here. No longer Dunkin' Donuts. Get out of here. Duncan. Get. You walk out that door right now. No. Duncan is I bad. Duncan's the fucking best. It's It's bad. from New England. It's bad. Okay. You're just okay. saying that because they like the Red Sox. They love the Red Sox. And I'm sorry. I don't just love it. America runs on Duncan. Oh, a little catchphrase. Well, guess what? The catchphrase of this podcast is we hate Duncan now. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. You take that back. No. Nope. You, you take that back. Um, What do you like about Duncan? Okay. Okay. Duncan is, Duncan, here's, here, this should be Duncan's catchphrase. <laughs> is Starbucks around? No. I guess Duncan's fine. Their new catchphrase is, I guess Duncan's fine. No, it isn't. It's, <laughs> the, su- it's the superior fast casual coffee chain. All right. Talk me into this. Okay. How much do you actually want to pay for an iced coffee? Ideally, buck. <laughs> so, Duncan is as close to that as you possibly can get. It's like a $2 iced coffee. It's a good iced coffee. It's a really good iced coffee. Starbucks burns the shit out of their beans. I don't know what I'm talking about there. I don't know enough about coffee, but this is what people who know coffee say. Coffee, Starbucks burns the shit out of their beans. Dunkin' Donuts doesn't even try. That's the point. Yeah, that's they the don't point. try. No, but that's the point. Is that Dunkin' knows what it is, and it's not trying to parade around to something else. Dunkin' is the working man's coffee. Dunkin' is the proletariat's coffee. Don't come to me with your aristocratic bourgeois coffee and keep... Turning me down at the wheel of capitalism. Dunkin' Donuts is how the workers unite against the powers that be, and Dunkin' Donuts will inherit the earth. Where did you get these picket signs that say all of that verbatim? Rise, <laughs> fellow workers, um, and right. drink your Dunkin'. I love what Dunkin' stands for. Yeah. Uh, the coffee's bad. But here's the thing. Is it coffee? Is it legally coffee? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, it's coffee. It's it's, just, is it, it's a one or is it a zero? It's binary. It is coffee. Here's what, and, and I should admit that I am somebody who used to love Dunkin' because I uh, I spring breaked in Boston. Oh, cool. And uh, we didn't have Dunkin'. What a in the fun Midwest. place to spring break. Um, we. Uh, I guess if you're in northern there. Minnesota, <laughs> it was a tropical Boston. Um, and I remember Duncan being like so exotic, but that's when I took it with pounds of cream and sugar and I'd get that coconut flavor or whatever. But now that I've learned, Duncan to me tastes like, you know those little kids like my first chemistry sets? I don't like where this is going. Do you know what they are though? I do. Okay, so Duncan to me tastes like somebody left out a perfectly good pot of coffee. A kid marched over there. They were like, this counts as my set. They dumped a ton of shit in. 
Then they slosh it all up. They put the coffee back, and now Duncan sells it to you for two twenty-five. Don't you dare talk about my culottes like that. Oh God! And then Sorry, one time culotta. I had the chocolate cake culotta. Did you ever have that? The culottes are not good. They're horrible. <laughs> they the came out chocolate- as a. If you've never had a culotta, it's like if you think about a frappuccino, is basically like it's a latte with a ton of sugar, and it's like a milkshake, right? A culotta is like Dunkin' Donuts was like, well, we can't do milkshakes. Let's do. What if a- they were shitty? Yeah, what if they were Italian ice, but you drank them? Sorry, keep going. Same amount of sugar. Uh, They had something called the chocolate cake culotta, which was a piece of cake ground up with a cup of ice. Sounds right to me. This place is absolutely manic. Can you... I'm sorry. This isn't caffeine, but nothing is better than We stay on topic always. Tell me a better, tell me something better than munchkins. No, munchkins are good. I'll give you that. Munchkins are the greatest thing in the universe. So it's just like growing up, I guess it's also, I'm biased here. Um, as any listener of the podcast will know, I'm from outside Boston. Um, what? The Dunkin' Donuts was oh, just socks. very important because they've always been there for me. <laughs> and, and in That's where times, you had your first date. That's where prom was. That's where you graduated high school. I honestly wish that that was a joke. <laughs> Um, because like every event had like, or any birthday, like you might bring in cupcakes, but a valuable other choice was to bring in munchkins. When you get older, they bring you the, you can get the boxes of coffee mm-hmm. there for like various, you know, like they bring it for the parents at sporting games, yeah, sporting games, uh, sports games, sports, sports balls, um, <laughs> sports balls for your polo matches. Yeah. And I just think it's buck wild that they've changed their name to Duncan, not Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. That's insane. Are there other brands? That are uh, a gerund. That are just like changing themselves? Well, no, no. I mean like literally their brand name is a verb. It's a gerund. It's like an (laughs) ing at the end of it. Like there's no other brand. Like for example, you wouldn't, Sears is not shopping. Okay. Burger King. (laughs) It does have an (laughs) ing at the end. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Um, I think Dunkin' to you is what 7-Eleven is to me. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, coffee's better at 7-Eleven. Oh, wow. Okay, no. I'm sorry. They don't ro- do rotisserie hot dogs <laughs> at my terrible place of choice. <laughs> and they're and good s- hot dogs. Sometimes mine is connected to a Baskin-Robbins. Um, uh, but Baskin-Robbins is overrated. Yes. On that, we can agree. Josh, uh, perhaps the answer to this is simply you looking me in the eye and saying caffeine. But... Um, I was on a road trip recently, as mm-hmm. dedicated listeners will know, and there were so many semi-trucks out, so late, just cruising around. How do they stay up all night? Meth. No. Yeah. It's really? A big, it's a big problem. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's like a huge problem in the truck. Oh, that's truck. dangerous. It's cocaine and meth and, and opioids. And that's like. dangerous. It's like amphetamines. It's all amphetamines. Oh, I thought you were going to say like they tape their eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a huge oh, drug wow. problem. That sucks. It's like a, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's just, were you well, looking, I guess were, were answer, you looking for coffee? <laughs> is that the yeah, I was looking for like, like, they drink fake coffee, but it turns out the answer to that was just shitty. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not fun, sad. Yeah, very sad. Uh, okay, well then let's say that you and I are little truckers. Okay. Little uh, truckers. Little truckers. If someone wants to make us a trucker hat of us on it that says little truckers. I love your pitches for merch. <laughs> Please, God, someone sponsor us and someone make us fan art. Um, Josh, what, uh, how do you think that you would pass the time? Oh. You're driving 48 hours in a row. 
Okay. You're not allowed to do that. There are rules against yep, that. Not in this world. Okay. Welcome to podcast land. <laughs> beep, beep. Oh, I think it's not beep, beep. It's like, do you think it'd be so funny is if it was like the pull down ones and you're in this huge semi and it looks like it's going to make a loud sound and then it just goes beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay. A couple questions. Um, are we in the same semi truck or are we on ham radio? Uh, we're uh, ooh, or CB radio. I love both of these answers. <laughs> Here's what happens. We're we're connected, but we're in different ones. Okay, cool. So we're yeah. on radio. What's your okay? So before we get into the answer, I do need your call name, your call sign. Like, what's your what's your CB radio name? Oh, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> what's yours? I think mine is Papa Squat. Really love that I have to get on and say Papa Squat, and then you have to get on and say Paula. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ten four, Paula. <laughs> there's there's a double there's a double U in this though, or double L in it, so it's a little more fun. P. Where's the other L? P A U L L A U L L A. Paula. Um. Okay. So so you're in the truck. How are you passing this time? Um. Because that's what I think the hardest part about being uh, like a distance truck driver is. And long haul trucker, like to be like driving that long and being alone for that much time. Yes. Because we used to, our neighbor used to be, um, that we were like good friends with was a, was like a long haul trucker and he would be gone for days and days and days at a time. And then one time we got to like get in his truck and he drove us around and he asked me if I wanted to drive. And I was like 12. Wow. Did you say yes? No, I'm not a thrill seeker. You had already run a a successful coffee shop. (laughs) For the first amount of time, I think I would be just singing along to the jams of the day. It would be show choir. It would be you would be playing show tunes. Yeah, it, well, no, it would not be show tunes. It would be like hit radio. Okay. I think okay because like the first bit, I'm it's hit radio, and then they only play the same songs over and over and over mm-hmm. again. So I'd you listen like, to that for a couple hours. Yeah, and I'd be like, okay, I'm sick of this. Then maybe show tunes. Okay. Yeah. Then, I just know at some point me and my little truck are pulling up next to you and you are just belting Les Mis. Yeah, probably. Yep. I, yeah. We were talking about what kind of episode we wanted to do today. And I already made a Jean Valjean joke. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's me just weeping, driving, being like, stars. He's swerving <laughs> yeah. all over the road. Master of the house. Keeper of the inn. <laughs> it's all the minor characters. It's all the songs that are like the fun ones. You have like all these different hats and you keep putting them on for different characters. <laughs> yes, I've memorized and the entirety of Limits. At this point, people are just kind of like driving your speed, watching you be like, what the hell is this? And then there's the How much meth cam? is going on and here? And then I go viral. That's how I go viral. All right. That's true. Um, I think that. Then I think I would start playing maybe like the license plate game, mm. something like that. Yeah. Hard to play alone. <laughs> it, it, I guess you have me, Paul Lula, on the <laughs> ham radio. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think we're just swapping stories, you know, old, uh, you know, war stories of our time driving trucks. Me and you? Yeah. Oh, you know all my stories already. <laughs> I actually had a conversation with someone recently where I was like, I can't. If I start dating someone, I'm not going to allow them to be listen to this podcast because I'll have nothing to talk no, to them about. No, nothing left. Yeah. That's why David doesn't listen to the podcast is because <laughs> you've already told him all of this. Yeah. He's sick of them. But he listens for me. Yeah, that's true. He just he just bleeds out mine. <laughs> he's like, I've already heard what she would do if yeah, she was a trucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He puts you in the left ear and me in the right ear and he just takes out the left ear. <laughs> what do you think you would be doing? 
Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, as 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 uh, listeners may know, I stop constantly on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Constantly, constantly, constantly. Am I bored? Am I like, oh, this looks fun? I like pull over. So it is taking me nine to ten times as long as it should be. Yes, which is not why they hired you to be a ro- long haul trucker. Absolutely not. But I've got some cute like souvenirs out of it. Okay, so that's fun. Yeah, your dash is just covered in little trinkets, like different versions of hula dancers. That yes. Kind of okay, that is adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, what else am I doing? And you on- call them Paula's entourage. Ooh. And you're like, hold on, let me. Ask my team. Let me ask my people if I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> and you hold up the little radio to your little Bob Saget bobblehead. Okay, if anybody has a Bob Saget bobblehead, let me know. I'll buy it off you. Um, I think what I would do is uh, I would get okay. I would splurge for Sirius Radio. Okay. And I would call in to every show. Oh, smart! Every single one. And then I'd then I'd become the Sirius Radio host. There was a and I. Could be misremembering this. Okay. But there was... Doesn't matter. Fact now in the canon. Yeah. In its canon? In the canon. It's canon. It's canon. It's both. I think both are fine. Put it in the canon. We're shooting it off in a canon. (laughs) The... There was a Japanese TV show, like a reality show, where they took a comedian and they put him in basically like an empty apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. And had him like stripped down just to his underwear or maybe naked. Cool show. And then they were like. <laughs> Actually love this direction. <laughs> over an entire year. Can you survive off of only. He had like a phone and stamps and envelopes and things like that. And he could only do like call in or mail in contests. For a year? And he had to like clothe and feed himself from only winnings from contests that's the craziest thing i've ever heard yeah those contests those contests takes those contests take months to get back to you yeah did he die no he survived yeah he he did it for like two years did he not see other people yeah he didn't really well he could go out but he was naked for the first bit of it so he didn't really have clothing so he didn't really go out that's the craziest thing i've ever heard yeah um, but I think I would win because I am very good at winning radio, uh, radio competitions. Because you've won before? Many, many, many times. What? Yes. What? Yep. We've said this before, but everybody in the world is the best at one thing and this might be mine. What have you won? Um, what have I won? I've won t-shirts. Uh, my mom also wins a lot. So as a kid, there was like a kid's radio station. Sure. And I won all the time for that. I mean, I won t-shirts. I won, de- uh, would have been like VHS tapes. I won tickets to things. I won toys. Uh, my mom won lunch uh, with the radio host and brought me to uh, Kenny Rogers Roasted Chicken. And uh, I recorded the commercial. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank early, you. early fame. Early podcasting. Um, used to call in all the time to like the radio station with like jokes. Uh-huh. As a child. How'd um, it go? I mean, you know, viral. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I like at one point, like kind of knew the radio host because like we had to go down so many times and pick up prizes. No. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it was probably like 10 or 12. That's very but cute. But that's a lot over the course of a couple of years. That's a lot. And I will say that you have a whole room in your house that says, keep out, do not go in, Paula's hoard. And that's all it is. It's, it's five or six things. <laughs> um, 
So I think I would definitely like call in if I was, uh, if I was a long, a long haul trucker calling in all the time, but that leads me to something mom. Now it's my mom's turn to plug her ears. Yes. Cover your ears. Cover, Cover your ears. ears. I will tell you when you can open your ears again. Yes. So I was recently in a car and there was serious radio and Josh, I discovered there is an X-rated radio station. Oh, like an adult radio station? An adult radio station. So I- And I'm assuming that's for people who are, for whatever reason, in the car late. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day because one of my Lyft drivers, the name of the station that he was listening to was Adult Hits or something like that. And I was like, ha ha ha. It's really just like classic rock. That's just rock. like Ed Sheeran. Yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, Wow. All right, wow. hot take, bad. Wow. Hey, hot take, Ed Sheeran. Seems like a nice guy. Seems like a guy I don't want to listen to. Wow, Team Taylor Swift here. Was that? Uh, yes, I'm 100% Team Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. And also, they're best friends. Are they? Yeah. Is he not in love with her? No. I think he is. He's married. Now. <laughs> Did you say Siri? What the hell? It just heard you say marry now. <laughs> who, who is it going to marry you to? I don't know. We'll never know. Okay, go on. Anyway, I was thinking how funny it would be if it was <laughs> I was in an Uber and it was an adult radio station. And I was like, haha, that'd be funny. But this really exists. Huh? It really exists. It really exists. Josh, that's like the time, one time, um, not, not so long ago, I walked by an adult store and it said adult arcade. And I went in because I thought it was going to be like pinball with naked people. <laughs> Oh, no. And I was like, this is so funny if that's a thing. That's not what it is. (laughs) Heads up. (laughs) So have you, what is the, so there's a porn station. There's a porn station. And I didn't listen for very long. I, I, of course. I hope, I hope that their frequency is 69.69. I don't think it is. I mean, I don't know. But, uh, and I don't know the name of it. I'm not going to look it up because fingers are tired. Don't want to type. Um, also don't want that in the search history. It's my work computer. Because <laughs> I can't find mine. Um, yeah. So I guess that I was thinking it would be interviews with. You thought you were going to get fresh air? You thought you were going to get I NPR? You thought you were going to get NPR content, but with adult I actors would, and actresses? I would listen to that so much because how interesting. You know, fresh air. Hi. Terry Gross, I know you're a big listener. Terry Gross, this is kind of a fun direction. <laughs> um, yes, so it wasn't that, but it was people calling in and then um, uh, the, the them kind of talking about dirty stuff. Uh-huh. And then not someone- interviews. Then I turned. Oh, so it's like a let's like a phone sex line, yeah, kind of situation. Yeah, mm. I mean, I'm basing this off my like two or three minutes before I was like, what if the cops come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because it would be illegal. Yeah, because I definitely was like, I truly the chain of events as I saw that I was like, okay, if this is interviews, that's interesting. That's kind of a fun, interesting interview, and that's something I can bring up at this wedding I'm driving to. Uh huh. But then that was not the case, and then I turned. But but. And then you brought up the wedding anyway. And then I, <laughs> I got into the mic. They're like, I guess Paula wants to give a speech now. <laughs> you know what is on hands? What? Fingers, and you know what makes us human? What? Thumbs. And between the two of us, how many thumbs are there? Four, Four thumbs, thumbs up. up. It's my best one yet. That was so good. 
Uh, four, th- four thumbs up. Four thumbs up is a segment where we read the most earnest reviews the internet has to offer. Yeah, sometimes it's movies, sometimes it's products, but today we have a tasty little one, right, Paula? Josh, it's because I found the most earnest review I've ever read. Wow. It is for an Applebee's in Lake City, Florida. Okay. Now, this Applebee's, I should say, is closed. Oh, oh, the magic's gone. But for a brief moment, this Applebee's was infinite. Was infinite. You ready for this review? I don't know if I am, but hit me with it. Okay. It is from Mom with Five Kids. We found the best Applebee's in the USA. We enjoy this chain of restaurants and have two in our hometown. We were passing through town and needed dinner, so we stopped into this one in Lake City, Florida. Applebee's? (laughs) Wow. All Applebee's take a lesson from this one, including the two in my family's hometown. It did everything right. Everything, all caps. Number one, it had a pleasant young man greet us at the door. Sorry, I forgot his name, but he was nice and seated us right away. Parking was easy and close to entrance and landscaped well. (laughs) Two, the interior of this restaurant. Can I interrupt here for a second? Um, Because the thing that that Applebee's franchise can definitely control is the amount of land that they have (laughs) for the Applebee's in order to have enough room for parking. I think she means like shrubbery. Oh, but it was also the parking was easy. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, clearly. Clearly. I was like, oh, do I have to tell Josh what landscaping means? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Clearly, this Applebee's has hired a certified horticulturalist. Yes, and that's why they're to close. (laughs) (laughs) They owed him so much money. So much money. It was like those uh, those shrubs that are shaped like elephants and shit. Yeah, it's yeah, topiary. (laughs) Topiary. Okay, number two, the interior of this restaurant was very clean. The restrooms were very clean. Number three, the water, nope, sorry. Number three, the waiter came right away and got our drinks started with a pleasant smile. Thanks, Sam. Four, the manager came to check on us and make <laughs> four, the manager came to check on us and make small talk with us in a friendly manner. Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> Five, mixed mixed drink one of us had was great. Six, special order done just right for one of our entrees. Thanks again, Sam. Wow. Imagine being that host who wasn't remembered. <laughs> I know. Sam and Taylor get shout outs <laughs> on this TripAdvisor review. <laughs> Number seven, drinks were refilled with a smile. Number eight, the food was prepared to order and delivered in a timely manner. And manager Taylor came by again to make sure everything was fine. And it was. Thanks (laughs) again, Taylor. We patronize this chain of restaurants in many places just because we really like the menu items. So we see a lot of Applebee's around the U.S. as we travel. (laughs) And we all agree that this is the best Applebee's there could possibly be. Thanks again. If we pass through Lake City, we will be back. Side note, the Applebee's in Orlando, Florida on Earlo Bronson Memorial Parkway is the worst Applebee's we have been to. Read that review for details. Okay, let's read that review for details. we're diving in. Also, I want to say that the rest of the reviews for this closed Applebee's are mixed at best. (laughs) I love the idea that, you know how some people, like, this is my Brooklyn pizza blog. This is my Chicago coffee blog, whatever. We're a, the preeminent U.S. national Applebee's review blog. 
Um, I also love the idea of like, okay, so this is my pitch. This is my pitch. For they, us- do it on a, they do it on a scale of eating bad in the neighborhood to eating good in the neighborhood. Sorry. Go on with your joke. Um, I actually think, and this is kind of my formal pitch to Travel Channel, Food Channel, Food Network, whatever, whoever will have us, a show where you and I, Josh, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Now open your eyes. Picture this. A show where you and I travel across the country, but we only eat at TGI Fridays. <laughs> and only on Fridays. And only on Fridays, <laughs> and we get the same thing every time. And we just get, well, that's the only way you're going to be able to compare them. Yes. And it's the uh, those string bean fries. Okay, those are great. They Those things slap. Okay, well. Um, Breaking news. God, I'm, uh, Ernest Nation, I am so sorry to report, and with a heavy heart, I have to tell you that Mom with Five Kids did not write a review for the worst Applebee's in Orlando, Florida. But I'd be willing to bet she knows every single one of their names. What we did learn kind of diving through her account, though, is this is a woman who exclusively reviews chain restaurants and chain hotels. And that is the most earnest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. God, I just need someone to tell me that this comfort in is is actually comforting. They are almost all three to four stars. And I love her so much. I hope that she continues to review these for the rest of her life. This is also a fun little cross section into seeing when one person went on vacation because yes. it's, they're all clustered together where it's like June 2012 and then October 2012 and then it jumps to August 2013. Well, I think we're kind of finding a mystery here because as I look more into the reviews for this specific Applebee's, it's rave reviews. Then all of a sudden it mysteriously closed. I mean, this one says just good food, reasonably priced. I have gone here three times this month. I had steak twice and turkey this once. This month? Yes. I had steak twice and turkey once. My wife also had the steak and ribs. We enjoyed our meals each time. The first time we ate in and had the steak special, delicious, cooked perfectly, I would go back here again. That is from August 2017, and it must have closed shortly after. Wow. So what is Applebee's trying to hide? That they're worse than chilies. So, Paula, I've been waiting to talk about this the entire podcast. The entire time we have had this podcast. The entire time we've had this podcast, all I've wanted to talk about is how caffeine, and specifically coffee, is the Kickstarter of the the Industrial Revolution. Here we go. What do you mean? (laughs) What I mean is I thought the Kickstarter was industry. Yeah, well, that too, but also the- I didn't go to a great school. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't study this in high school. Yeah, so- um, I could be misremembering this as well, but I'm pretty sure that coffee became more mainstream and less of like a, uh, a aristocratic delicacy right around the time of the Industrial Revolution. Okay. And part of that was because then you could, and employers liked it because it meant that their workers were more alert, they were more awake, and people just generally had more time in the day because they were drinking caffeine oh, for the first time. That in seems a real, real way. effed up. Yes, yeah, super effed up. Super effed up. So yeah, our uh, modern society is essentially based on... The flimsy legs of caffeine. Yeah, the flimsy legs of caffeine. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine how bummed you would be if you were like an employee during the Industrial Revolution and you're like, okay, 
Work sucks. I do it all the time. It's very hard. I'm constantly covered in soot. But I just discovered this sick-ass coffee, and now I can have a couple hours to myself each day. Well, but historically, that had never existed. Free time? Free time. I. Th- this is why, <laughs> straight up, I could never live in a time that wasn't our current one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like free time well, and leisure time was not of, a... But think of the one person who first had caffeine and was like, all right. Okay, maybe I can maybe I can listen to my radio in the morning. I'm limitless. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as their boss found I'm, out, I'm, they're like, this means an extra two I'm hours. Sorry, Polly, can we go back for for a moment real sure. fast? Um the first person you said the first person. I who realized had there were a lot of mistakes in what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> kind of hoping, kinda hoping you would <laughs> kinda hoping you would just cruise past that. Oh no, you know me, <laughs> the historian. That's no, that's my call sign. On the on the C, on the CB radio the is the historian, and I want to be the bean. <laughs> the historian and the bean. <laughs> All right, we have to. And I the demand podcast. that you call. I demand that you would refer to me as a person that I am an historian. God damn it! Uh, yeah. So I was kind of hoping you weren't going to notice uh, that I said the first person, which I'm sure was thousands of years ago, and also that they had radio. Yeah. I. <laughs> And you know. even though I studied American history, sure ish, uh, studied American studies related, um, in my brain I cannot comprehend a time that's different than ours. <laughs> sure, I should be very explicit that, like, in my head, like people in the 1900s just wore big dresses while on their iPhones. <laughs> like, <laughs> I cannot imagine life without our modern conveniences. Uh-huh. I like I hear about like someone in the colonial times like churning butter, and I'm like, why didn't they just put it in the microwave? <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> you see, so you're the type of person who like rolls up into, you know, Plymouth Plantation. Yes. Is this in the time or I'm coming? No, now. Okay. Now, you know, Plymouth Plantation or Colonial Williamsburg, and you're just yelling at the reenactors, like, <laughs> put it in a microwave. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are your shoes have buckles? Put a lace on Take them. Take a shower. <laughs> that would be the worst part. Uh, back then. Did so, you know that I have an ancestor who is portrayed in a historical reenactment town? What? Yeah. My like great, great, great. My mom's going to listen to this and she's going to text me and be like, you got every detail of that wrong. But, you want me to ask her to close her ears again? <laughs> no, no, no. She closed them enough. Um, it's like my like third or fourth great grandma is portrayed in a, in a little historical reenactment town in Minnesota. Your third or fourth great grandma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like, not like one of those. She was like a maid for a rich family. But if you go to the historical Sorry, I'm not time. following fourth grade. Great. Great. I was like, yes, your fourth yes. grade grandma. No, no, no. My, like, like, that it's was like just me. Great, great, great grandma or whatever it is yeah. uh, was a maid for a rich family. Well, and it's like Downton Abbey. Uh-huh. In uh, Minnesota. And uh, it, like sometimes if you go, there's a woman being like, my name's Myrtle Ockenberg. <laughs> That's not her name. I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of like, right, Ben. <laughs> time to they're like you don't have to you're not you're not even British time to time to chop the carrots for the little lord <laughs> they're like this is not what this is <laughs> so I think there's one or two other types of caffeinated drinks mm-hmm. that we haven't gotten to that are important. very important important yeah in the pantheon of caffeine right I would say the Mount Rushmore of caffeine oh, is oh okay let's name them coffee. how many people four Four. Okay. <laughs> you studied American studies. Um, so it's coffee, mm-hmm. tea, yep. 
Soda. Yep. Energy drinks. Energy drinks. Energy drinks. What would be the theme song of each one? That's energy drinks. Do you drink energy drinks? No. God, no. Yeah, no, I can't do it, that to it's myself. Like, uh, it's like a repulsive chemical smell. Oh, God, it's terrible. It's because like when I drink an energy drink, and I have in right. the past, so that was how I did all-nighters in college. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Do I, would drink, I would drink not even like Red Bull or Monster. Like that was too heavy for me. Ugh. Like the no coffee, no caffeine boy. Yeah. What I would drink is I'd get those like horrific Starbucks cans. Oh, I've done the like those. espresso double shots. They're delicious, but awful. It's like you, um, that's what a very good friend of mine and I would call a deja poo. Gross. Which is that you drink it and whatever it feels like or looks like going in is what it looks like coming out. You have to go to jail for that because that is a disgusting phrase. It's so useful. Um, I think those Starbucks ones are probably the most consumable of the energy Oh, drinks. for sure. For because sure. the rest of them taste to me like, um, like acid. Lighter fluid. Like lighter fluid. Like something has gone wrong. You are stranded. In like the middle of nowhere and you have to drink your boat's gasoline to stay alive. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's so. And then they call it monster. Yeah, right. It's. I've never drunk an energy drink. And in that moment been like, this was a, this was a good idea. No, they, they're toxic. It's. They're absolutely toxic. Um. The last time I think I had one was uh, when I had to run the mile in high school and I would get so nervous because I'm very slow and I'm all, I always would finish last. And so one year, uh, senior, maybe not senior year, probably one year in high school, I chugged two Red Bulls thinking it would truly give me wings and make me fly. And I threw <laughs> <Chug>. up. <laughs> you threw up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't run a mile while drinking two, after drinking two Red Bulls. Did you still have to run the mile? Yeah. Oh, you threw up at the end. Uh-huh. Um, and you know what else sucks? What? The little Red Bull drawings. Yeah, they're, I, I was going to say, that's the most toxic thing. I in this am whole th- so grossed out by those little, the little Red Bull commercials. Mm-hmm. They're so offensive to me. Yeah, well, they're v- incredibly misogynistic. Yes. But there's still a part of me that when I see the Red Bull truck, have you seen this? Like oh, the I get phys- excited, yeah. Yeah, right? Like Free shit. Yeah, but A, free shit, and B, any motorized vehicle that is shaped not like a not okay, like what I'm it's supposed to be. The Wienermobile? Oh, God, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. The Wienermobile is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that's that's what you're long-haul trucking in? Oh, you're just my driving. God. You're How driving. did we miss this? Yes. <laughs> um... Do you, th- what do you think, do you think the Wienermobile just smells like hot dogs inside? I bet it smells great and not like hot dogs at all. I bet it smells, I bet it's the cushiest thing inside. I bet you it smells a little bit like packaged meat. Cause you're not, that's a hard smell to get out. <laughs> what I'm thinking of is that, Paula, you win the lottery. Thank you. Cause my in- one, my one ticket a week. Yes. Your one ticket a week. It works out. You win the lottery. I'm imagining you showing up to the Met Gala. You roll. Everyone's in in limos. Everyone's in dresses. You roll up in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. 
and just arms outstretched. <laughs> I also love the idea that Anna Wintour is like, well, we've got the celebrities. We've got the models. Did anyone invite that girl who won the lottery? <laughs> I want to make sure she comes. So, Paula. Mm-hmm. If the energy drinks were boyfriends. Wonderful. When the energy drinks are boyfriends. (laughs) When energy drink is lover. (laughs) When energy drink love me. (laughs) (laughs) Are we talking energy drink or caffeinated drinks? Uh, whatever you want. Dealer's choice. All right, cool. So what, what a date with each one of them would be like. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Okay. Uh, monster trucks is going to be monster trucks. (laughs) Well, Monster Energy Drink, I guess, is Monster Truck. Yeah, you would totally go to a Monster Truck route. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which I love. So I think Monster Truck and I, I think Monster Truck is going to be kind of a fun date. Mm-hmm. Real unpredictable energy. Yeah, sure. Real unpredictable sure, energy. Sure, 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 sure. But fun for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You're going to a Monster Truck rally, and he probably keeps being like, it's my name. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. We're going out Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> And I think he's going to be like, oh, I brought us drinks. And you're like, oh, my God, that's so nice. And then he pulls it out of its bag and it's just like a plastic bag full of Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> like just something insane. It's like you can mix it with my tears. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Okay. And then after I think you go to Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I kind of think I'm falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I would say Red Bull mm-hmm. is um, like that incredibly douchey guy yes who's every one of your friends is like he's bad for you yeah he's bad for you he's not nice he's not nice he's not nice yeah but like when you're together pretty fucking fun i think that he uh does this thing i hate where he reads about something that is romantic and then he does it and it's like oh this just feels so gross to me you know like he's like i wrote you a song and then he like plays a song on guitar and it's just mumford and sons like he didn't write it and he's like singing it and you're like now i have to like watch this man like alone in a room sing a song and it's just like i don't know if i've talked about this on the pod before but um in rent Sure. One of the characters. Thank the you. Whole, Ta- it's time we start calling out rent. Yeah. This is, there's one character where his whole fucking character is that he wants to write a song. Yes. He and wants this, to write the best song. He wants to write the best song. He. That's setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Well, write the song that's best to you. The song that he writes by the end of the show sucks. Bad song. It's so yes, when bad. You're, when you're listening to that rent soundtrack as Josh and I do every night, you're going past that song. You're not listening to one. It's one song, Glory, right? Yes. Yeah, You're one, not listening to one song. No, 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 no. One song, Glory is him talking about the song. Jesus, it's, it's that wh- one's better. It's whoever's eyes. It's like right before the end of the show. Yeah, I skip it so much, I don't even listen. Yeah, right. It's like it's at least listen to the finale instead. Yeah. God. Wow, he did a bad job, and that's the vibe Red Bull's giving out. Um, I think, I think I am T boyfriend. <laughs> You're T boyfriend. Yeah. I'm T boyfriend. <laughs> So that one's just Josh. That one's just me. So then what's coffee? <laughs> like a normal functional relationship. I just think coffee's like boring. I don't know. I think coffee's like the one you end up with. You know what I mean? Like it's maybe not the best all the time. It's maybe not the worst all the time. Maybe sometimes, I get anxious if I spend too much time with it. Right. And sometimes it just like, sometimes it just stirs up the shit. 
but generally it makes you a better person. Oh, now I'm still ending up with monster energy drink. (laughs) (laughs) I like that your guitar sounds like a toy piano. (laughs) That's rude. I think that's going to do it for us. That's going to do it for us. (laughs) It gets higher every (laughs) single week. <laughs> Pretty soon it's gonna be like uh, you know there's that pitch that only people under the age of 24 can hear. Yeah, so I can so hear we it won't forever. be able to hear it. So I can hear it forever. Um, that is uh, that's what sounds. <laughs> like. <laughs> Before we go, we have our weekly segment. Ernest moment of the week. Where we review listeners and our moments that were earnest and sincere. Ooh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's Saturday, Paula. I know. Uh, I mean, it's to the Tuesday after Labor it's Day. It's the Tuesday after Labor Day. Did you have an earnest moment of your week? I did. I think my earnest moment is uh, my dear friend Audrey, who I wanted to see this week, but our schedules were barely lining up. It was very hard to find time. And she reached out and was like, well, do you need groceries? And I was like, always. And she's like, I need groceries. What if we go to Trader Joe's and get groceries together? And what a delightful hangout that may I recommend to everybody is just like walking around Trader Joe's grocery shopping with your friend because A, you're being productive. B, amazing to see kind of the different stuff people get when they're grocery shopping. Mm. You're getting ins and outs. You're getting this is good. I've had this. This is bad. That feels incredibly intimate to me. Yes, it is. It is. And I loved it. Very earnest. That's so wonderful. Yes, it was really nice. Sounds like you were like in an episode of Sex in the City. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I live my life in an episode of Sex in the City. But specifically the episode where uh, Miranda gets laughed at by the woman for ordering delivery all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is my hell. Josh, what's yours? We went to the pool last week. You and me. Yes, the two of us went yes. to the pool along with some other friends. Yes. Um, and at the Chicago Public pool in the chicago park district there is a swimming dress code uh that they post up in the incredibly disgusting locker room that you have to okay, walk that's offensive. through the pool is actually the best place it's so gross it smells like so much pee um the pool, not the pool the locker room the pool okay. was very nice the pool is but in the locker room it's all the things that you can and can't wear and it's a lot of stuff like you can wear a bathing suit, you can wear gym shorts above the knee, you can't wear a collared t-shirt into the pool, <laughs> you can't wear undergarments or underwear. Um, and I think there's just like, some of this makes sense, like you probably at a public pool shouldn't be wearing like a thong bathing suit, something like that. Um, okay, I guess it's, I guess it's, I'll just bring this up with Lori Lightfoot, <laughs> the mayor. Um, but I like the idea of both someone going in in a collared t-shirt, someone going in in long pants, or someone bringing a scuba diving mask <laughs> to the public pool. Like, like, I've got to practice while wearing my business casual wear. Yeah, I was thinking that they're not even practice. They're like, I'm going to find the treasures of the <laughs> Hamlin Park pool. A, a ship sank in this pool in the year ought five. Uh. As like a little kid practices next to him. Yeah, right. A little kid is like, blow bubbles. <laughs> also at that pool, so many hot dads. A lot of hot dads. A lot of hot dads. Myself included. <laughs> hot dad, Josh? Yeah. Hot dad energy. <gasps> I think that's it. I think that's it. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, we love you all. If you have a second, if you don't mind rating, reviewing us on 
Apple Podcasts. Um, we would love that forever. We will legally marry you. I say that every week, and uh, I mean it. Yeah, and we it really, 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 it really, really does help. And not in a way of like it strokes our egos helps. It like does. in a it does that, but it also, you know, allows more people to find us. Yes, it comes it comes up faster yes, when you search. Exactly. It. Uh we also want to say a big thank you to uh Ryan Cruz, who designed our amazing logo. She's on Instagram at RB Cruiser, a great follow. Give her a follow. And also thank you to Dylan Dutch, who created our theme song. Um, Dylan is uh, the best. And he can you can find him on Twitter at, at Dylan Dutch. Um, we've pitched this a couple times now, but he did recently release an album, and it's really, really good. If you ever want to interact with us, you can do that on social media. We're at Being Earnest Pod. Mm-hmm. You can also email us, uh, email us, email us your earnest moments of the week. Yes. Uh, email us thoughts visions oh ideas for episodes yes topics things anything. like that anything you want to talk to us about you can do that either by going to being and clicking on the contact link or being at gmail.com and until next week we just want to say thanks sam thanks sam thanks taylor <laughs> thanks everybody have a good week bye